from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. Hello, figure skating fans. Welcome to 2013, and welcome to the 2013 U.S. Figure Skating Championships. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Liz, and I'm here with Tori. And, you know, is excited the right word to use to to introduce how we're, feel, how we're feeling about this uh, this podcast? Um, I guess sort of. There were some exciting performances, but, you know, I think for the whole season we've been kind of like, bleh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I have to say this was a high point so far, but that's not really saying much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be doing this podcast, at least the first part of it, with a cough drop in my mouth, which will make it really fun for everybody. So that's going to add to the excitement. You're just, you know, trying to prevent um, getting sick for when the world starts. <laughs> exactly. Or <for laughs> Although when... we did get a little bit of good news because um, Yevgeny had to pull out of the European Championships after his sixth place showing in the short program, which I guess it was a disaster. He fell and um, was not hitting any of his jumps. So maybe that's good news and he won't be going to Worlds. That is a beautiful thing. When you text me that information this week, that was one of the highlights, I have to say. Exactly. And then... You know, to top it off, Javier ended up winning the European Championship, and as you know, the Ice Queens definitely are on board with that. Mm-hmm. That was definitely beauty before age. <laughs> That's right. So that is good news. Good news from Europe. Now, um, the U.S. Now let's get back to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about the U.S. So. Uh, the first competition of the U.S. was definitely the one so that low. we were most interested to see. Uh, Go by fast? Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the, par- the, the, the Paris competition. So you want to set it up for us a little bit, Tori, about like who is not in this competition? Well, basically, all three medalists from last year's championship were not there. And um, Denny and Coughlin are injured. Apparently, he had surgery a couple of months ago. <coughs> And they petitioned to be on the world team. And I checked the USFSA website today, and they were named to the world team. So I figured as long as he's able to walk, there was no way they're not going to send them. Because um, the U.S. has a lot of problems with pairs. Their pairs only stay together for a season or two, so nobody really is a superstar and Denny and Coughlin are the best that we have. They got eighth last year, even with him injured, it's probably a better bet sending them than one of these other inexperienced teams that I don't know. None of these I was real impressed with. Although I will say, I thought it was going to be more of a disaster for the Paris competition, but it was surprisingly not too bad. Yeah. I mean, the people who competed really didn't have much to lose. They just had to go out there, stand up and, you know, even they should have been, they'd be like 20th in the world, but, you know, they get to win the U.S. Nationals. Isn't that a beautiful thing? <laughs> right. I didn't know any of these people. Um, they're like, the one pair that ended up winning, uh, Castelli and Schnappier, or I'm not even sure how you say his last name. Apparently, they've been together for seven years. They, I did not, they actually were probably my least favorite of the pairs that ended up meddling. Yeah, I agree. Like the commentators were saying, these people have to stay together for at least three years. And well, they they showed that, well, you can be together for seven years and still not be doing that well. Well, and Sandra said of the winner's program, she thought that it was more sophisticated and difficult than the other pairs. And I'm like, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I didn't get it either. I kind of liked Zhang and Bartholomew. They were my favorite. They came in third. I liked them too. I thought that um, they had more pep and personality than the other pairs. 
you know, obviously they've, I think they've only been together a season, so not too bad. They got third place. Um, you know, of course their side-by-side elements were kind of far apart, not in unison, but when you're only together for nine months, what do you expect? Exactly. So going to the world's will be Denny and Coughlin and then the national champions. So, you know, Castellian Shapir, hey, they're the national champions. That will probably never happen again for them. Yeah, exactly. Good job. (laughs) Enjoy (laughs) it while it lasts. And the pair that got a second, was it Shemeca and And Kiriam? Yeah. These have two difficult of names. Okay, that's their first problem besides skating together very good and not being very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what do you think this is, Russia? (laughs) Yeah. So this pair, I thought that I was actually surprised they did. They skated well. They didn't have any mistakes, but of course they were, you know, a little slow. They need more time together, but we know that it's U.S. pairs. That probably won't happen. They were all right, but it wasn't a big disaster. All of the, you know, the last five skaters, it wasn't a big disaster like I was hoping for. So that was kind of um, nice to see, although I was pretty bored by the pair, especially by the end. And after watching all of these skaters, I know for sure that there is no way we will be getting our three spots back for the next Olympics. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, what I was expecting was what you and I witnessed in Portland. What was that, 2004 Nationals? Now, see, that was interesting when they're crashing into each other and falling all over the place. Yeah, and the one guy couldn't even lift his partner. Yeah. That's what I expected to see. So this was an improvement from that. It was a pretty respectable pairs um, competition because we've seen really bad ones. Oh, yeah. And I would say that I'm still waiting to see one of the ladies actually have a good air position on their lifts. Oh, my gosh. Some of the ones, it's like, we don't need to see your crotch for 10 minutes out there. None of them. It's like there was hardly any extension. Where's the toe point? What's going on here? But... None of the ladies really had great air position. That's great. You can lift her up and you're flipping her around, but it's not looking that pretty. Apparently, the only thing that they can all do consistently is this is this triple twist. Yes. So that was nice because in the past, that has we not all of our pairs have been able to do those. So that was good that there were some nice triple twists. But we need some of these guys to stay together for a while and mature as pairs. But... Um, you know, our best hope at Worlds is that one of our teams will be placed in the top 10. Don't expect much more than that. No. What, <laughs> now, what happened with Rockney Brubaker? His partner basically left him, and now he doesn't have a partner at all? Um, I think he found a new partner, but, you know, it's maybe they've only been skating together for a few months, and they weren't ready for this this competition. But, yes, you know, he got second last year with, what was her name, Marley something or another yeah they got second last year and went to worlds um and then they um parted and he's trying to find another skater it's too bad because he really is a good guy pair skater that he can't find um a a lady that to skate with because i think that uh, he could be strong if he could find a good somebody to skate with him yeah, so let's move on to the senior dance competition, which was the one that, you know, has the brightest hopes for the U.S. We're actually going to be able to send three three teams to the world because Meryl Davis and Charlie White have been doing so well. But everybody else was pretty strong, I thought, too. Yeah, I totally expect us to do all three teams to do well at Worlds. And, 
last year, all three teams were in the top 10. I think that'll happen again and we'll have three spots for the next Olympics. Um, you know, obviously Davis and white, they were, I thought this was the best that they've skated the program. They almost got a perfect score. So I thought that might've been a little bit too much in national point inflation, but, um, you know, this is a great program for them. They're fast, they're strong, they're powerful. They always have interesting programs. And I do think that they have improved on their connection and, and emotion with each other from seasons past. Yeah, I think so, too. I thought they were really good. The Shibatanis, who seem to have been struggling lately, they finished third, but they still had a really strong showing. They did Memoirs of a Geisha, which is, you know, perfect for them. Not too romantic, I know, because that grosses you out with the brother-sister teams. Right. I was um, actually pleasantly surprised. I like the program a lot more than I thought I would. They are, they're very good. They have awesome twizzles. They're fast. They're crisp and clean. They're really good technically. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that they have a lot of emotion when they're skating, but definitely this was a, a good program. And I thought that they skated really well. I actually thought them and then Hubble and Donahue, the fourth place team, I thought that those two were better than who ended up getting second. Yeah, Chalk and Bates got second. I didn't like them either. I thought, well, Hubble and Donahue are a good team. They have a lot of chemistry. And, of course, last year we know that we talked about when we were watching them do the porn routine. Yes. This year was also pretty fiery. They did a tango. So that seems to be their strong suit is the chemistry on the ice and, and the you know turning up the heat. Right. They have a lot of energy and personality. I thought that they skated well. And, um, you know, Tracy was saying how she couldn't take their eyes off of them when they're skating. And I totally agree. I think that they draw people in and they're interesting pair to watch. And they had a good program with choreography and they seem to pick programs that really suit their style. Yeah, it's almost like um, um, what I'm trying to say, the Canadians, um, Virtue and Moyer in that in that sense. Yeah, I would agree. They definitely have a connection. The Chalk and Bates, you know, they were it was a nice skate, but I for me, I thought that they were kind of boring and safe. Yeah, I agree. Um maybe they were doing all kinds of difficult stuff, but with ice dancing, it's hard to tell because, you know, they're not doing jumps and they're not throwing them. So I'm like, well, they're good. And they went last year to Worlds, so they're getting more experience. It will be interesting next year at the Nationals because I think that uh, team two, three, and four are very evenly matched to see who's going to be those other two spots that are going to the Olympics because obviously, you know, Davis and White's going next year. So there's two spots open up for the other teams, three teams. Well, and actually five because I thought the team that got fifth place with the unpronounceable names, I liked their program too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So are we thinking Davis and White are a lock for the world championship this year? I don't know. I have, I think I've just seen Virtue and Moyer's um, long program once and they're skating to Carmen. So it's just going to depend on what the judges like this season because those teams are so evenly matched. Um, You know, it's a toss up who's going to win. But I do think that Davis and White's program is really good and difficult and it can win. So it's like whoever skates good the best that night's going to win because they're just really close. It's going to be them for first and second. And then there's, you know, quite a few teams that are going for that bronze medal at Worlds. It's going to be good. At least um, there are shining stars. At least we have something good to talk about in the U.S. in terms of national, you know, of world placements and, and our chances for winning a medal. 
Well, you know, I was wondering who was this guy that was um, commentating? I don't know. We were wondering the same thing. It's like, where did NBC get this guy from? Who is this guy? I've never seen or heard him before. No that idea. Was, he was doing both the pairs and the ice dancing. And then they had another guy that was doing the ladies and the men. And I'm like, who's this guy? And then and I was noticing that those stands were not full. It's like Davis and White is skating. They're world champions, you know, Olympic silver medalist. And why are there all these open seats close to the ice? Yeah, I noticed that too. It's like, wow, it, it hasn't been as bad as it's been for the Grand Prix, but still, it was pretty sparse out there. I mean, the ladies' competition seemed to have the most people, but even the men's competition. Men was really bad. I was noticing that today. And I'm like, there's hardly anybody there. But I think part of that problem is, is, They've, it's a really bad idea for them to have that men's free skate on Sunday morning. Yeah, I agree. And also... Like, it needs to be Friday and Saturday night and, you know, do the ladies and men's in the evening each night or whatever because Sunday people want to leave Omaha. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't know about the, the pool of figure skating fans in Omaha. And also, you know, I live in Chicago and the weather has been really bad, so maybe that was part of it too. I don't know, but... Yeah, it's pretty sad turnout, and it's not getting any better. No. So on to the ladies' competition. This was all over the place. I don't even know what to say about this thing. Right. Well, so this was a good example of why fans love and hate ice skating with Gracie Gold and um, Ashley Wagner. You know... You got Gracie who skated the performance of the night and really the performance that the best performance she's ever had. But she was in ninth place after the short program and ended up second in the old system. That would have never happened. She wouldn't have meddled because she was so far down. So that is one of the good things about the new scoring system is that even if you have a bad short, you can still do fairly well. But as we say, and many people say, if you can't win the short program, you can't win the competition on the short program, but you can certainly lose it. And that's what happened here. And then you have Ashley who wins and falls down twice. Yeah. And, fans, and fans are like, <clears throat> what? This is ridiculous. She doesn't do a triple-triple combination and she falls on her butt twice and she's the national champion because she had enough of a lead going into it, especially over Gracie because Gracie was in ninth place after the short. And it's like... Mm, do you really feel good about somebody that fell down twice in the long program? And then they're the there now she's a two time national champion. I know. And haven't we been having to deal with that for the last two years with <laughs> um, Patrick Chan, who falls in every single competition and still yeah. wins? It's a travesty. Yeah. But so I got to say, Gracie looked great out there. Um, it was a good performance. She has beautiful jumps. And I love that she does the triple, triple jumps. Finally, there were a we were quite a few here that were doing triple, triple jumps, not Ashley. Um, and that's what they need to do to be competitive on the international and the Olympic level. Obviously, Gracie's pretty new. She needs to work, you know, on the choreography and all the, the component scores and the polish because you know, that's not quite there yet. But she definitely has the jump. And I think she has great potential. And I think that they'll really be pushing her as the next star. Well, they were even saying it in the broadcast. Oh, she's a star. Well, and isn't it amazing that we can finally do triple, triple jumps since uh, Tara Lipinski was doing those in 1998? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh. I so mean, I say, Ashley would have been, a, you know, a good competitive skater in 94. Right, exactly. Or maybe when, <laughs> you know, maybe when Elaine Zayak started doing triples, that would have been a good <laughs> yeah. time for her to shine. Yeah. I mean, so. come on. 
So, yeah, I mean, Ashley was fine, but she choked it out. She didn't go out there looking like the national champion, and she almost lost it. She only won by two points. Right, and if she hadn't had that lead, she wouldn't have won. So she had two falls, and then, of course, you know, after that second fall, you could see that, like, the fire had gone out of her. She's just, like, trying to get through the program and fight through it, and she was a little slow at the end. She keeps talking about how she's going to do a triple-triple combination, you know, in her competitions. Well, there's only a couple left this season, so we'll see if that happens. I do think that, you know, she um, has skated well this season. Uh, The last two competitions have been rough. She also fell twice at the Grand Prix. And then, of course, at the National, she's fallen twice. So hopefully she's going to do better at Worlds. Um, She got fourth last year, so I do think the international judges like her. And if our two girls can skate good, we (coughs) could get three spots back for the Olympics. I think that could happen, you know, if if Gracie can skate good and Ashley, if she does as well as last year with fourth, you know, if we can get fourth and ninth, we're in. Yeah, that's what we need. And I just think it's sad that we, that the U.S. skaters can do really well and win nationals, but they can't compete on the world stage unless they get their technical difficulty up. Yeah, that's you know, they're getting these high scores. I thought Ashley was actually kind of overscored. I'm like, that's a pretty high score for falling twice and yeah. not being, you know, the technical difficulty there. She got like 120. And I'm like, that's a pretty good score. So Agnes Zawadzki wins the bronze, but she also has a lot of room for improvement. Yeah, she does. So she fell on her Lutz and then um, it's, oh, she doubled a jump also. And by the end of the program, I thought she was going pretty slow there. Yeah, she was. She was struggling. It's like... You know, she's got all the technical difficulty and looks like she's been working on the artistry, but she's got to get it together. Right. I do think that she has improved from last season on, you know, her presentation and mm-hmm. trying to be more um, with the music and fill it. So that is a plus. But um, she didn't have the best skate. But she does do a triple-triple combo and her jumps are nice. So if she can, you know, pull it together, work on the artistry and then, you know, not have falling down, then she definitely could be in there. Now, this might be a little bad to say, but I think Agnes and Courtney Hicks, who won uh, the fourth place, were had a little bit of Tanya Harding uh, in them. That, I, I saw a little Tanya I, Harding in there. I would agree. They, you know, have that little bit of trailer park look. Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. And a little <laughs> bit of, like, you could easily see some ZZ Top sleeping bag routine going on with those guys. Totally could come back because, as you'll notice, with the commentator said that uh, starting with the 2014 season, they're going to let um, there be lyrics in all the disciplines. Oh boy! So that that opens up a whole new bag of music. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got baby got back. I mean, we could have anything in there. It'd be wonderful. It could make things interesting. Oh, but gosh. yeah, that, the Courtney Hooks, now that you say that, I do see that with her and Agnes. And I think it has to do with them. They're powerful jumpers and they, they look strong out there and um, are able to jump. And that's how Tanya was. And they look like they could kick your ass. Right. <laughs> and then there's Christina Gao. So I thought she did really well. I, they said that she's a freshman, a full-time student at Harvard this year. That's got to be rough to be skating and land in the top five and be going to school, too. Obviously, our friend uh, Rachel Flat hasn't been able to do that successfully. Yeah, Rachel just needs to go to school. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. But Christina Gao, I thought she did well. Very respectable. Yeah, she did. She hit all of her jumps. And I believe that she also does um, a triple-triple combination at the beginning of the program. It was a well-put-together program. The only thing that was kind of bugging me on hers is it seemed like she had a lot of air um, arm flailing going on. Yeah, I agree. In spots. And I'm like, ooh. And she skated to a tango. For some reason, I don't know, I've heard too many tangos. Anytime 
a pairs, a single skater comes out there and starts doing a tango, it's like all over for me. Yeah. And Mariah Nagasu, okay, so <laughs> something, I don't know, the scoring was bad. Something was against her because she actually was quite good, I thought, but she got... So it, what happened is at least two of her jumps were under-rotated, two of her triples, so that's what happened there. She that's got why 11th she, in the free skate. Yep. Ugh. So two, two of those triples were only counted as doubles. And so that's another thing with why fans have trouble because, you know, you're watching Mariah skate and you're like, oh, she skated clean. She didn't fall. You know, it was a pretty good program. How is she 11th place? Because you can't tell that it's not a triple when it's that fast and you're watching it at the competition. It's hard to tell. They're going back on the replay and watching it. And then they're saying, oh, here's two jumps that are only double. So that's a loss of a lot of points. But um it was a, it definitely was a disappointing skate, and you could see how disappointed she was at the end. She was very shocked um, when her scores came up. It was a tough skate. Yeah, it was devastating for her. That's been tough. I mean, five years ago, she was national champion, and now... Oh, and I, I really thought that after the Olympics, where she was just shining and got fourth place, I thought she was going to be it for the United States, and that just hasn't happened. You know, she's still got a year left. Um, she's only 19 years old, and she does have the talent. So hopefully she's going to be able to find whatever she needs to rise to the occasion and maybe come back next season because she's very talented. She has the artistry and she has the jumps when she's not under rotating them. So did you see Carolyn Zhang? They said she was doing the pearl. That was not the pearl. Did you notice that? I did. Okay. So here's what happened. Um, because, you know, NBC does stink and um, it started my broadcast in progress because the stupid blazers were playing last night <laughs> and um i didn't get like the first half hour of the telecast so it actually started with gracie gold's long program oh no wow so i didn't see any of the short and i'm like those stupid blazers although they did win by one point oh good for them <laughs> go blazers <laughs> yeah, so no i didn't get to see that i saw that um caroline got what like 10th or something well, she finally placed 11th, I think, but... Yeah, it's pretty bad. You know, she, we thought she was coming back last year. She got third or fourth last... I think she got third last year, but I, I didn't see her skate, and that's rough. <laughs> but you're saying it did not look like what the Pearl used no, to look No, it was not the Pearl. They're like, oh, that's her signature move. I'm like, that's not her signature move. That's called a Beelman. That was a signature move in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> 79 when she won the world championship. Exactly. Okay. So um, now did you see the exchange between Ashley and Gracie at the end when um, Ashley went up to hug her? Yeah, they weren't looking too happy. No, well, they weren't. When... I saw I wasn't liking Ashley's face when Mariah's scores came up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, you don't you're one, but you don't deserve it. Right. And she had a big smirk on her face. Yeah. Like, mm, you know, the cameras are on you. And it seems like she did that in another competition. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but she was, you know, like, I can't believe that I didn't get what I didn't win or whatever. But yeah, I saw the smirk when Mariah's got her bad scores. And then when she went over to congratulate all Gracie, that was didn't look like a friend that much of a friendly exchange. No, it did not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it could be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe the maybe NBC will build that up as a big rivalry like they did with Johnny and Evan. I'm not sure that um, Ashley gets along with a lot of the skaters. I'm well, and she's she's considerably older you know not that much in the real world but in skating world she's pretty old compared to them so 
who knows? But yeah, that was interesting. We'll see. That'll just give NBC some some fuel for their big rivalry that they're going to try and. <laughs> well, they got to milk it for something to make it interesting. Trump up. Okay, so now I was really, really looking forward to the men's competition, and I always, as always, I've learned my lesson the hard way that I have to keep my expectations low. I fell for you. Oh my gosh, it was rough. It was rough. Yes. Um. So, well, some of the men skated good. Unfortunately, your favorite Jeremy had trouble, and it's like, oh, Jeremy, it is. You know, his short or long program. It's so beautiful. Why can't you skate it clean for us? I know. And why can't you get, I mean, that's another thing. You don't have the technical difficulty compared to everybody else, and they're just going to pass you by. Yeah. I mean, he did attempt the quad, so that was good to see. Of course, he fell on it. Um, So he's trying to do it. I just don't know that he's going to have that quad. And it's like, maybe you just need to try and pack as many triples as you can in there and get the points that way. But yeah, it's going to hurt him if he can't get that quad and land it consistently. And then he doubled his last two jumps. So that was a huge amount of points that he lost there on the loop in the South Cal. He doubled them. And it's like, Oh, there, there was no way he was going to win. Um, but the broke, the program's just, it's beautiful. It's complex. I love it. But yeah. it's so, so disappointing not to, you know, to see him make these mistakes. Cause he's been around so long and you, it has to be mental. Yeah. I mean, his program is, is leaps and bounds, of yeah. higher quality than everybody else in the competition. And I would venture everybody else in the world in terms of yes. its artistry. I mean, no question. It's just like, yeah, like I think Scott said, he's a man, um, he's a man among boys. And that's really true when you watch him skate. And I, I just had a feeling it wasn't going to go well because um, he looked shaky in the warm up. Yeah. He did, did a couple of jumps and he was doubling them. And I'm like, oh, and he didn't look happy. You know, like he didn't mean to double them. It's like, oh, boy. Well, I was also quite disturbed by by who kidnapped Adam Rippon and turned him into an ugly <laughs> costume wearing jazz queen. It's I'm like, like, who is that? Well, I didn't even know it was him because I was just going to scan through the, the guy because I'm like, oh, this guy's in whatever sixth place. I'm like, I don't have time for this. And then I'm like, what did they just say that was Adam Rippon? <laughs> So well, then he, I had to watch it, but um, I did think that he skated, you know, pretty good. The uh, he's a totally different skater. What happened to him? He got a new coach, and now he's wearing. Well, okay, so I do not like this change. I think he skated well, but I do not. I don't like it. I mean, he said he had fun out there for the first time ever, which I guess there's something to be said for that. And he does have a much better haircut than I've ever seen him. I was gonna say. I mean, kudos. He got rid of the Christopher Atkins haircut. Yeah, he's no longer on the Blue Lagoon, but he is. <laughs> He, I don't know, that outfit was just ugly as hell, and I just didn't think, I didn't, I missed his old style, the, the how he used to skate. Right. Um, Yeah, the outfit was kind of a shocker, too, because I'm like, he's wearing color, what's going on here? And it's a bright red. He never wears, you know, he's usually really muted mm-hmm. in his outfits. I did think that the program, he showed more personality in it. Yes. You know, so that was good, but, um, you know, we're so used to seeing kind of a more artistic lyrical program and this was it was a major departure for him and he doesn't have a quad that hurts him also and he had some shaky landings and he double jumps too so it you know it was interesting it was not a boring program um it just it was kind of a shocker to see it's so different from what he's been skating all these years yeah I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. They said that Michael Siebert 
choreographed it, and I'm like, okay, great. Well, I think I would like to see something different from you him. Know, and but- I, you know, I just don't know that. I think Adam's time has passed, or it's running out, because he's never, you know, they've always thought he had great potential, and he's just never gotten there. He's always been. We got second last year. That's his best. But he's always been like fifth, third, second the one time. And it's like, when's it going to happen? And I, he has trouble with the triple axle and I don't – and, you know, the quad. So I just don't know that that's going to happen. Well, maybe he'll be like Paul Wiley. He'll come out of nowhere and skate, re- right. <laughs> skate well at the Olympics and just <laughs> crush everybody. We'll the see. The season of his life, you know, that last year. So that could happen. I mean, because he definitely has the talent. Yeah. You know, he has the artistry and the, all the component scores and he's a he could be a complete skater. He just has he just doesn't have the technical difficulty with the jumps right now. Okay, did you see Jonathan Kassar? That guy is Evan two He's even coached by Frank. Yeah, I saw that he was coached by Frank and he was wearing some crappy black outfit that he probably borrowed out of Evan's closet. But exactly. I, I did not watch him skate. I'm like, no, I can't watch this. <laughs> well, yeah, and they had that interview with Evan saying he definitely cannot wait to get back out there and he's going to be there for 2014. I'll believe it when I see it, but man, he sure sounded determined. I think that he is going to try and come back uh, because, you know, Evan likes to train. He's not, you know, some of those, the skaters are like, yeah, they're not crazy about the training, but I think he really likes training and he likes competing. So if he can, I think he'll be coming back and he's probably, you know, he's been skating the whole time. And hasn't lost a lot, probably, unlike Johnny, which I think that he was, you know, going to premieres and stuff like that. Yeah. And not putting all the training time in like Evan probably has been. Yeah. But he's, I mean, Evan's going to have to have the technical difficulty, though, he's just like everybody to, else. He's going to have to get the quad uh, to be able to compete. But um, it could be interesting. Yeah. He's like, I want to be, you know, like Dick Button and win the two golds and I'm like dude no you are not in the same league as dick that hasn't happened since the 40s I don't know since 1952 I think he's 48 and 52 is when he won but it's like you're not in the same league okay so (laughs) so our buddy Jason Brown who we got our picture well I got my picture with at the um last year's nationals he I have to say well of course NBC because they stink did not show us his short program which I guess was really good Sandra Bezik said it was awesome and it was a prince one so I've been trying to find it on the internet and I can't find it. Oh. But anyway, um, we need to send a shout out to him that your outfit was something that Terrible. like that would be an outfit that was actually be a mockery of a skating outfit, like from Blades of Glory or something. <laughs> that outfit yeah, was I terrible. I don't know who's dressing him. And, you know, and then he's got his little ponytail going on. And it's like, dude, he needs a, little, a stylist because he is a, he's a good skater. Um, you know, he has the artistry, but the outfit was tragic. He needs some sophistication because, yeah, I mean, he's doing really well. He, they said he's got the complete package. Once he gets his jumps finalized, he'll be good. But, yeah, I mean, his goal is to finish in the top eight or top six. He only got eighth place. But I think he, if he keeps skating well, you know, he's got a big fan base. He'll do well, but that outfit has got to go. Yeah. I, I see him as, you know, a skater, not for the next Olympics, but like 2018, because he is really young. Isn't he only like 16 or 17? I think he's 18 now, but Might yeah. Be 18. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he'll be 22, 23 then. Yeah. That's, that seems to be when guys are... Peaking? Yes. <laughs> Chicks, the girls are earlier, you know, around 18, 19, but the guys, when they're 18 and 19, they don't seem to have the maturity out on the ice. 
that they have when they're a little older. So Ross Minor got second place. I don't know. He's consistent. He seems to have the right attitude, the mental attitude going out on the ice. But I, I you know, he had he had a quad or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. I was just lukewarm on him. Well, remember we saw him last year. He saw us, and he ended up getting third. And obviously, the ice queen magic is still working for him oh, because yes, yes. he moved up a spot to second. Uh, he, you know, he's a solid skater. Yeah. I felt confident when he was skating, like he wasn't going to flip out and be falling all over the place. He did have his quad. Um, He singled one of the axles. Um, He's, you know, he's not super exciting. Although I did think in the short program that he showed a little more personality than he had last season. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I did think he just seemed really comfortable out there and I really admire that quality. I just wish he had more artistry because when you, when you look at him back to back, he skated right before Jeremy Abbott. You're just thinking, you know, there's no contest here. Right. Right. And who so, is, and who is this Max Aaron guy? I've never even heard of this guy. Okay. And, he, and he won the nationals. What's I know, the deal, Tori? I have no idea who he is, but so we were watching the short last night and Al, that he was Al's favorite skater. He's like, oh man, I like that. Was the best program tonight because you know he skated some stupid Tron thing. Yes, yes. He had, he had on the black outfit with the white lines. And first, I thought that he had borrowed the skeleton outfit. Oh yeah, from, from our from friend Kevin Vanderpeer, yeah. Belgium. <laughs> yeah, it but looked no, like that. It was, a, it was a Tron outfit. Um, so Al's like, oh, that was really good. I like him. Well, this guy, um just skated his mind out. He was fourth after the short, ended up first. He hit both of his, um, he had two quads and they were beautiful, hit him. And then, you know, he did all the footwork and spins and stuff in between and he backloaded the program and put all the rest of his jumps after the bonus time. So it's like, that's, if you, if you're strong enough to do that, that's good thinking because he obviously doesn't, you know, have the components or the artistry of like Jeremy. So those scores are not, he's not going to get those high scores and he really needs to get the scores and the technical. And he skated great, you know, technically with all the jumps and it was his night. Yeah. I mean, that guy just crushed out there. Two quads. That's like, Mm -hmm. that's like 20 points. Right. And he had two triple axles that he were beautiful. It's like, okay, yeah. And, the, and he did his two triple axles after the halfway mark, so he got bonus. Yeah, that was just crazy. I don't know if his program was built that way or what, but that was out of control. Well, it obviously was because, yeah, he knows that he's a good jumper, and let's try to backload it and get the 10% bonus points on every single jump after the halfway mark. I mean, that's a good strategy if you're able to do it especially if your artistry is not there. And I did think that his program suited him because it was West Side Story. He doesn't have to have, you know, real beautiful aesthetic lines for that. Right, right. And yeah, so if he can skate like that at Worlds, he'll definitely be top five. Right. So I'm guessing that they're going to send him. They haven't announced the team. You know, we only get to send two men. So it'll be interesting. Are they going to, well, I'm, Assuming the national champion gets an automatic berth, but who are they going to send? Are they going to send Ross because he got second, or are they going to say, we're going to send Jeremy because we think we have a better chance with him meddling or getting a higher placement? So it'll be interesting to see who the second person is. Yeah, because Jeremy, they've given him a lot of chances. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it this time. So that's rough. Ross went last year. Yeah, I think so. was, did he get second last year? I think he got third. Maybe he didn't. Um, so it'll be interesting because if our guys, you know, we do have a chance to get three, our three spots back in the men's also if these guys could skate good 
And they might not send Jeremy not only because he has a tendency to kind of melt down and not do that great in these big competitions. He doesn't have his quad right now either. And like these two guys, Ross and Max, they're doing quads. Well, Max is doing two quads. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, I would be surprised if USFSA sends Jeremy, but it's a heart it's a heartbreaker because if you know, surely he's gonna stick around for the Olympics next year. But um yeah, if he he does have another chance to win. Oh, he can't win four consecutive U.S. titles now, can he? He can only win the three, but who knows? Um, I don't think those were consecutive, were they? I think there was a year break because uh, what's it? Ryan Bradley won that one year. Oh well, you know, well that's true. Maybe it's yeah. four total that he's trying to get. I don't know. Yeah. So. So, yeah, um, and then some of the names we've heard in the past were way, way down on the rankings. Number 16, Keegan Messing. I mean, oh, dude, you stunk. Oh. Yeah, and then um, I saw that Brandon Morose is still skating. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, he is. He And I guess he pulled out his old program from three years ago or something. Brandon. Yeah, and, I know. And Stephen Carrier, Armin Marmaduzin, yeah, whatever that guy's name is. What happened to him last year? I, wasn't he like third or fourth or fifth, and now he's like 12th? Whoa. I don't know. It's been and, – and our good friend Dick Dornbush, I don't know what's going on with that guy. It, he looked like he hadn't trained all season. Yeah, so he ended up sixth, and I started to watch his program. He fell on his quad, and then he popped a jump, so it was straight to scan through the rest of it. Yeah, that was uh, one. Yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, ah, done. I got it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> okay. I don't have time for this. I don't this. have time for this, exactly. And oh. then that, that little Joshua Ferris. Yeah. I thought he was good. He was good. I didn't really watch his program, though, because, I don't know, I'm like, you're. I haven't heard of you, so I don't really need to right. watch your well, program. Well, you know, I also think he's a 2018 person, too. Um, he's young, and uh, he's lyrical and artistic. Uh, he does have a quad. He fell on it. But I think he has a lot of potential. He was third after the short, and he ended up fourth. So that's a good showing because I believe that he skated on the junior circuit during this regular season. Well, that's good. We've got a lot to look forward to in the men's competition. I just I wish Jeremy would stop breaking my heart. That's the hardest I thing. Know. So, you know, I think that Worlds could be good for us in three of the four disciplines. Well, it will be good in, in ice dancing. And we have a legitimate chance if our skaters would skate good to get our spots back in the men and women. So that would be exciting if it happened. We'll keep our fingers crossed. And I have to say the quote of the night comes from our good friend, Sandra Bezik. Um, did you hear her commentary about um, Jonathan Kassari? Apparently he did a spread Eagle. No, she, I did not. And she said, I live for the spread Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Sports fans. <laughs> good job, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, I know she's, she keeps it real over there. <laughs> All right, so that's about wrapping it up for the U.S. Nationals. And Tori, we're already we're already planning for 2014 in Boston, right? We gotta we gotta make it happen. Yeah, because I haven't been to Boston. I'd love to go there, you know, and see some skating and drink and because oh, you know yeah. drinking and skating totally go together. Well, yeah, everybody, all of our fans know that our best recordings have happened in while we're drinking. So <laughs> we're going to shoot for that for a year from now. But but for now, we've got to wait till March for the Worlds, which are in London, Ontario, Canada, and it ought to be interesting. We'll be sending, so three dance, um, two men, two ladies, and one pair. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, two, that's... Two, yeah, two and then just three in the dance. Well, now that you say that the Worlds are in Canada, it might be hard for Davis and White to win. That's true. <laughs> it's going to be close anyway, but yeah, they got might have the home 
town advantage. Well, regardless, they'll secure us three spots for for Olympics, which is good. So, so uh, the world should be good. You know, the Europeans happen this weekend. Like we said, Javier won for the men's. We definitely like that. We like to watch him skate. For the ladies was, unfortunately, we were hoping she went into retirement, but she didn't and came back, Carolina Costner. Oh, no. So she won what must be like her fifth or sixth European. So she'll be, we'll get to see her. We've enjoyed this season without her around, but she's back. And um, in the pairs were the Russians. Um, what are their names? Trankov and... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. I don't know the rest of them. And um, the Germans got second place, so that was kind of a surprise. Well, mm. not really for me because I thought the Russians, um, they actually skated better last year, but they choked in the short program and ended up with the silver. It's, oh, Volosozar Vol- and Trankov. Yes. And then in the dancing, um, it was unfortunately the Bobrova and Solovie from Russia, which I'm pretty sure those were the Russian ice dancing pairs that were giving us headaches last season when they kept meddling. Oh boy. So we're going to have to filter through some world championship performances. That is if NBC even says that they yeah, want to show it to us. Be televised, or am I going to have to go out on YouTube and find all these again? Because I'm I'm not paying 12 bucks to watch it on Ice Network. Well, I think YouTube's cracking down on our performances, too. So it's getting harder and harder to watch, which is, of course, exactly what you want when you're trying to build an audience for the Olympics. <laughs> you don't want um, the fans to actually see any of the performances right. and, wa- and want to watch it on television. Right. So way to go, NBC. Way to, way to build the buzz. It was so funny when I was going to watch it today. I went to turn it on and I went to ABC and a stupid basketball game was on and I'm like, oh, crap, it's not on ABC anymore. It's on NBC. See how I try to block it out, even though it's been on NBC for a long time. I just still wish it was on ABC and we had um, Peggy and Dick doing the commentating for us and making it interesting. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, I um, there was some figure skating news of the popular variety where Michelle Kwan got married last week and wore her Vera Wang gown. She married some guy, I don't know, works in the White House, but I heard that Dick was there and Brian Boitano and, you know, all, all the skating royalty was there. Skating royalty. Yeah, and she did. Well, if you go to, I think on Aunt Joyce's website, he had some pictures of her wedding in her Vera Wang. She was looking lovely. It did look nice, yes. Yes. So, yeah, way to go, Michelle. All right, well, I think that just about wraps it up for us, the Ice Queens. We will be back. Like I said, you have to wait at least two long months or one, you know, two. <laughs> when is the world? I don't know. Sometime <laughs> in March. <laughs> I know the producer will let us know. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back. All right, fans, we'll talk to you soon. Until then, Tori, rock on. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer.